0: what does caro do what's caro up to now that she's out of the elevator again
1: all right so she's out of the elevator and i think the first thing to do is to kind of see what the situation is in cyberspace i feel so old saying that um but uh, (laughs) so yeah um it's time to break out the hidden phone she's got to help and she's not great with people but machines machines she understands or at least she thought she did until a week ago so, she's going to go to her room and she's going to see what nearby devices she can hack, deactivate, that kind of thing, see how the roles are going, and then maybe work her way up to uh, milsex dogs and uh, see if she can attempt remotely to take those guys out because she doesn't want to be anywhere near those things. Like, she does so, not want to be proximally even near them.
0: So, do you get your phone from your room?
1: Yeah, she closes the door to her room and she uh, <laughs> she starts to hack. <laughs>
0: Well, you get your phone from your room, and <coughs> there is a message there, but it's, oh, a, no. but it's a text, it's an encrypted text message, and it's the kind of thing that it would take you, like, 15 seconds to be able to even see, and then, like, there's a little slot on your phone, and it needs to take a little skin sample for you to be able to actually get to this message. Right. Um, you know that, you know as a fact that this is from risk management. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Well, I mean, got to see what the higher ups are saying. I'm probably in a lot of trouble for not even reading this message until now,
0: so do you look? No time like the present. I'm going to regret this so much <laughs> so suddenly there like you hear it, but you you so you recognize this. So this is a this is a there's a bone mic like in your inner ear. It's one of the things mm. that so so you hear it, but you know as a fact that no one's overhearing this right now. Good. And it's from Risk Management and basically it says what's going on over there. Do you need support?
1: Oh my god. Now they ask if we need support.
0: <laughs> so um... um I don't need a knowledge roll but I will I like I will explain what the this would mean to Caro. You know risk management is not gonna send additional agents to like help you, but no. the situation outside is such that like they don't want you to die and they don't want you to get No,
1: that would that would be very costly in insurance payouts, I am assuming.
0: So they they're gonna do something, but it is unclear what they are going to do. And you at this point actually you don't know you actually don't know what's going on outside. So so given the information you have, what do you do?
1: I don't know what's going on outside, but there are military dogs so, dog kind of drones sniffing around upstairs there are plenty of drones in the sky there are a lot of angry people outside is that what what would Kara would know from her conversation with Luca
0: so from Luca you would see that there are a bunch of protesters hard to tell from the angle that you saw mm. them you might have even seen a Sec van like puttering around out there. So so this is like a significant situation that is brewing outside. And you would have seen that the the gate has been damaged and you would have seen basically the protests from an eagle's eye view. Um, so you don't know what's going on on the ground, but like what you saw wasn't violent exactly, um, but it was a lot of people pressed up against the building.
1: Uh so caro immediately thinks that risk management isn't isn't asking about the people outside but harlan might have said something and expressed his displeasure at how slow things are and that that, you know harlan might have passed on a word or two that caro passed on to him might have even i forget what caro said exactly i know she mentioned uh mickey larson's demise and she mentioned magic So maybe, maybe the support is to do with the magic and she's having a really rough time with the magic. So uh, yes, please to support. Cool. She's going Uh, to regret this because she's not taken proper stock of the situation,
0: but hey. And you hear the word 30 minutes and that's it. And the the phone walks off. Um, You also know that you are not anywhere near close enough for your hacking tools to work. Like you can tell right now that that there's there's nothing showing up on, on your hacking tools right now
1: okay right okay better stow the phone in my robes and try and get close to the drones first see how because like maybe maybe the roles end up helping the organization more maybe the roles end up helping the people outside more Um, either way (laughs) it will dictate whether she attempts to uh, take on milsec dogs (laughs)
0: So your, the tablet that you have in your room, um, mm. it beeps twice.
1: Better check that!
0: <laughs> so on the tablet, you you see a view of... You see the same view you saw on Luca's screen, essentially. And uh. if you were to look through the first camera, what you would see is a bunch of these people in the robot masks with the arm cuffs and they are kind of trying to psych each other up um, to kind of arm cuffs
1: are never a good
0: look no they're not but they're like computers and they're trying to psych each other up to kind of like breach the gate and you will notice that they're hovering above them so below your kind of drone's eye view, but above their heads are these sort of like DIY drones that all look like they've been kind of like made in a backyard somewhere. They look pretty sophisticated from your from where you're looking, but they all look kind of like cobbled together. On the second <coughs> camera in the lobby, you're going to see Anders and Necton Boyle standing in front of two guys in similar masks with baseball bats in their hand. And in addition, you see Sunday Grant physically throwing some dude into into a crowd of people and Kieran kind of standing by with his arms folded in front of his chest looking. You can't really tell the expression, but maybe a little bit proud? Hard to tell. Um, Love it. In the third camera, you see a couple of the, of the little flying drones, but they're like burrowing into walls at this point. Oh,
1: like crumbs
0: so and on the fourth camera like it looks like the milsec drones are starting to home in on what they're looking for like they the floors are pretty big there's a lot of rooms on these floors but it feels you feel like they're they're (coughs) finding what they're looking for and they're kind of converging on a point so that's what you see in your in your tablet
1: Oh, this is not good. Like, not that Caro doesn't think that Anders can super handle those two guys, but the she's more concerned about the 10 other guys that maybe he isn't aware of just yet, if I'm understanding this correctly.
0: Correct, there are 10 guys outside. Um, there are a bunch of people outside, but there are definitely 10 more of these guys.
1: Oh, and th- those other guys with like the armbands and the like caricature, android masks. With the DIY drones that are causing all kinds of havoc.
0: So what's your move?
1: Um like her initial kind of reaction is crap, I've gotta warn Anders just in case, like, and then I've gotta I've gotta hack a bunch of stuff. <laughs> but like her her kind of priority is my colleague could be in a very bad situation if they don't have the correct intel, like now. <sighs> Like she could call him but at the same time it's like there's not a guarantee he would have his phone on him at this time uh, and that would look really bad so she's going to just she's gonna she's not gonna think too much about it she is gonna act first ask questions later she's gonna run uh, she's taking she's taking the tablet she's taking her phone what could go wrong she's not taking the mechanical flower that's still in the room hidden but yet yeah, she's gonna run downstairs and be like hand is a, well, not Anders, but Seth, there's a bunch of guys outside.
0: <laughs> roll 1d10 flat.
1: A flat d10. Oh, I'm so, so glad you're making me roll flat d10s. Great. Okay. Okay. Well, it wasn't so bad. I got an eight.
0: Excellent. All right. So you leave the room and you're, I'm guessing you're going towards that elevator that leads down into a lobby, right?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to take the quickest route down and, and also are, hopefully the quickest route back up again.
0: Are you running <laughs> To go or, do some hacking. <laughs> are you running or jogging or what are you doing?
1: Yeah, 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 she's like, cause like, I mean, come on, they're bros. Like, you can't, you can't, like when you know something your colleague does not and it would benefit them immensely to know about the threat incoming, Like it's you got you got to you gotta go tell him. Like he she's running because she doesn't know like how long the lid on that pot can contain what is boiling within in regards to the ten
0: guys outside. So you see, you see a flash of gold robe in front of you as you approach the elevator. Give me a grace roll of (sighs) seven.
1: Oh God. Okay. Let's see. I think I just made it. All right, so on the d10, I got a six. My grace is two. That's eight
0: total. So you manage to stop just in time. And as you do, right before you enter the elevator, you are confronted by Ambrosia Hunter. Oh, crumbs. And Ambrosia looks as she always does. Very, very tall, very waifish with very short blonde hair. Gosh
1: darn it. (laughs) She's so pretty.
0: (laughs) And she looks over to you and she's like, Hey.
1: Uh hey, we definitely need to have a chat, but now is a really bad time and I've gotta I've gotta go save my cousin's bacon. Uh so we definitely need to have a catch-up sometime.
0: And she kind of like looks looks you like really deep in the eyes, and she's just sort of like staring at you for a second, unless you break eye contact. You can you can do it free. <laughs> like you in this moment you can break eye contact with ambrosia hunter for free.
1: Oh, ambrosia hunter's magic but also like ambrosia hunter might not be an asshole magician. Um <laughs> I'm going to regret this but let's see let's see where this rabbit hole leads. Uh Caro meets her gaze.
0: Okay. Emotionally, where is Caro at right now?
1: Caro is like I'm going to regret this. But like I have to kind of communicate that we're we're kind of on the same side. I don't mean any harm. Like I just need to get in the lift. I need to tell like Anders that things are gonna go south really quickly if he doesn't if he doesn't get out of there. I got so much to do. Uh, I gotta I gotta make sure Luca doesn't think I'm more of a nuisance than I'm worth. Oh God, I have so much to do and no time. <laughs>
0: She sort of smiles at you. She doesn't say anything, but she just sort of smiles at you and she holds the elevator door open for you. Thank you. You're an angel. I'll see you real soon. And she swipes a key card across the um, door. Oh, she has one as well. And it closes and it takes you down to the lobby.
1: Fab. Okay. Literally as the doors open, like, Caro blurts out like, Seth, there's a bunch of dudes outside.
0: So, do you do you just like leave the elevator?
1: Like, she kind of leans out of the elevator because she is not. She doesn't want to hang around for what else, whatever is gonna happen next. She she's just literally here to deliver the message and get the hell out of there. Because oh, okay. like, like she's here to deliver intel and help her buddy, but she's also like a massive coward. She has no points and like strength. She is not equipped for like
0: even a fist fight. <laughs> You're also pretty injured at the moment, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, don't stare at people's computer screens, it's rude, no
0: and also they might have magic. You just sort of feel injured, like, you have no idea why. <laughs> it's like She's you... been having a day! <laughs> so, okay, so you you scream that, right?
1: Yeah, like, but, like, I say something, I basically say, like, there are these many guys outside, and I, I assume, like, there's ten, uh, I'm gonna see what I can do about all their drones. Uh, she tries to communicate as much information as possible without giving away the fact that she's not meant to be there.
0: Awesome. And so you're gonna so you're still in this elevator with Ambrosia, and it's like, so where where are you heading? Where are we off to next?
1: Uh anywhere but here.
0: And she likes it's like, I don't really know where we should be going. Where do you think we should be going?
1: Uh well I don't want to be forward, but back to my room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, just, she shrugs. She she slides to the back, swipes the keycard, and then you go back up to the third floor, and and the elevator door, <laughs> door opens, and she's sort of just standing around, like waiting on you to tell her what where what's going on.
1: Okay, so Ambrosia Hunt is a gold rope. Crikey. Um. Uh, I guess Carrie kind of begins with right. Okay. Uh. In a roundabout way. What do you know about the current situation here, there, outside? You know, just so I'm not retreading old ground.
0: Oh, I think that we're having a bit of a problem, right? With, um...
1: Big problem, I think.
0: Yeah, that's really too bad.
1: Uh... Yeah, well, when you put it that way, uh, but it has been made my problem uh, as well. Uh, Luca Rojas, he has asked me to do something about one of the smaller problems. And uh, for various reasons, I can't say no to Luca Rojas, if you understand my meaning. So I'm going to try and take care of that in a roundabout way. I mean, if there's anything I can do to help you as well, uh, you let me know. But um, at the moment, I am a little bit occupied and we need to have a proper chat at some point. Maybe when things are less crazy. How does that sound?
0: She looks at you and then she sort of like turns her head to the side. You should fix that problem of yours first.
1: I would love to. I would love to fix all the problems that are currently facing me right now. Uh, But I only have tools for some of them, if you catch my meaning. But uh, yeah, it seems like you might be able to help me out with some of them, but I imagine you're a very busy woman, so I wouldn't want to impose.
0: Well, for now, let me just help you get to the floor you need to get to. Oh. And she, right. And she goes back in. In your head, what floor do you want to go to? The one with the, the flying drones, the one with the millsec drones? Or do you want to go back down? Flying
1: drones first, millsec drones eventually, or at least get near like i'm thinking because i don't want to be anywhere physically near those military level drones but she needs to be close enough to try and hack them but also close enough to get the hell out of there when it goes wrong inevitably Uh, so she's kind of like right do i need to hack the elevator as well so the doors won't open on that floor but i'm close enough to hack and like hold the elevator there but that's that's for later that's for future caro Right now, present Kara needs to take out the drones that are burrowing into the building. What is this mess? Um, so she's gonna try and get close to those first. The burrowing drones, not not the military
0: dog drones. So you feel yourself thinking that, so you realize now that you've been exposed to magic, you can tell, you don't know what's going on, but you can tell that your mind is being read, but not like deep. Like very surface, right? Like it feels like she has a straw and she's just sort of like sucking the the surface thoughts out of your mind. Like you can If you re-
1: want the entire punch bowl, you just need to ask.
0: <laughs> she doesn't seem to be that interested in anything other than what you are thinking right now at this moment. So so you can tell and you could probably resist this, but you're going to have to decide to resist it right now.
1: Well, if it's only a little straw. And like, she's only skimming in the top.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel like... Good to
1: play dumb right now, I think, because I don't know how powerful Ambrosia Hunter is. <laughs> I don't know if we're really on the same team, but right now best to play the idiot and see how far she gets but she's not like thinking that on a surface level she's trying to stay occupied with and then I've got to help Luca and then I've got to make sure Anders is cool uh, like you know maybe a few kind of interesting tidbits like Anders's real name that kind of thing to kind of make Ambrosia Hunter think that Carrie doesn't realize entirely what she's doing
0: like Ambrosia just sort of like smiles at you and she heads back over to the elevator and she holds it open for you again
1: you are being tremendously helpful I I hope this will be a long and prosperous relationship cool all right uh I gotta I gotta get to this floor uh there are there are drones burrowing into the building and I gotta take them out
0: (laughs) I completely understand yeah Luca
1: Luca told me to pick one but let's let's see how lucky I'm feeling
0: and she um, puts the key card up against the elevator again, and she takes you up one floor, and she opens the door, and this is the floor you need to be on. And then she turns to you and she says, all right, I've got a few things I need to take care of, so y- you stay safe. And, you know. You too! Me. Yeah, find me when you're ready. And she... Interesting
1: um, word choice.
0: <laughs> and she lets you out of the elevator, and she the elevator closes behind her, and she disappears
1: huh well i mean ambrosia is an enigma wrapped in a mystery but right now caro doesn't have time to pick that one apart she's she's gonna try and set to work with her hacking tools to kind of just
0: give me a perception roll of five
1: gosh okay let's see how the dice gods have cursed me upon this evening Okay, so on the D10, I got a three, but my grace is two, so I got a five total.
0: Awesome. You know that key card Luca gave you? You don't have it anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, Ambrosia did a... She tricked me. She never had her own key card in the first place. God darn it. That's why Lucas Pitt said pick one. I'm glad the military dogs were low on my priority list. Ah uh, Right, well, Ambrosia and I are definitely gonna have a word later, but right now, I've gotta prove I'm useful, and worth keeping around.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so before we get to your fight against these drones, let's take a look at um, what's going on with Anders. So now, Anders walks over to these two guys with neck and boil in toe, and Anders being the Be good a uh, member of the messengers is wearing his gray cloak and Necton is wearing his green, I guess. And they and he stops yeah. in front of the dudes and he just looks at them. What are you two doing here? And he looks so exhausted and put off.
1: I'm I'm not surprised. He's had he's had a trying couple of days with lots of frustrating people. <laughs> Uh, these two guys are, like, super creepy. They imagine themselves, these two guys in particular, that might not be true of all of humanity's last stand, but these two guys, like, they imagine themselves not exactly like the villain or monster from a horror movie, but they imagine the good guy version of that, but they're still kind of, like, got. Oh, they're fully on their, like, power fantasy Bravo Sierra business like and they just sort of laugh creepily
0: oh okay listen youtube give me a knowledge roll just a really small one just so i know what sanders knows about humanity's last end
1: let's say f5 like i uh, yeah let's say knowledge roll of five
0: cool it's a 12
1: you know everything
0: <laughs> listen you jokers I, I, I get the whole, oh, we don't like robots thing or whatever. And I understand that you're here because you think that you're really tough and that you're going to like, you know, these guys are a bunch of like crunchy, weird, hippie dudes. And that like, you're going to take like your little baseball bat and scare them or whatever. But let me tell you, I'm having the worst day. So if you guys want to start some stuff, like it's going to end very badly for you. So how about you turn around and you take yourself out the door? And we can pretend, like, none of this happened. Are we on the same page?
1: They super don't do any of that. Uh, And, like, creepily, almost in unison, like, they've been practicing this in front of a mirror in their mother's basement for a very, for an embarrassingly long time. They kind of adopt a mirror image of each other's pose and ready their baseball bats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying this is like a Pokemon gym boss or anything, but it's kinda like that.
0: (laughs) So Anders Anders is just done. Like Anders Anders looks over to Necton Boyle and he's like, Can you do me a favor? Necton
1: Boyle has remembered his mixed martial arts training. He doesn't know why the summer of judo was the first thing that popped into
0: his mind, but he's he's adopted a fighting stance. Hey Nectin, can you do me a favor? Uh, yeah, wh- whatever you need. Can you make sure no one gets into that elevator over there? Uh, y- yes! Yes, I will be-
1: you cool? Shall I be over there, not here?
0: Yeah, yeah, just just do me a favor.
1: You got it, man, and he's gone. Excellent. <laughs> he feels so relieved to drop the MMA, uh, stance.
0: Do, do they do they look in, in his direction? Like, are they like at all? Are are they paying attention to me? Or are they paying attention to him? Like, they're are they- paying
1: more attention to Anders, but uh, they've noted Necton is now away from you, and uh, they can't wait to uh, have some fun with him later uh, because they think this is going to go, you know, one of one way kind of
0: thing. So, basically, the moment that Necton is gone, like that, that he's at the elevator. There is a flash of ceramic takedown roll on the guy on the right. I would say it's anywhere between 10 and 12. Like, I would say it's moderate. They're not armored. Yeah, go but- on
1: then. 11. <laughs> nice, nice, and uh, in the middle. Okay. I'm really rooting for you because these guys
0: are pieces of work. 14. So. Oh, wow. <sighs> so, Anders, like, it is so fast what he does. So wait, did you say 11?
1: I said 11. So yeah, you rolled 14. You said that's like, wow.
0: That's a, so it's a, okay. It's also a big hit. So um, beautiful. I need to remember what that means. I think like something about, okay. The action succeeds and the character might receive a small additional benefit. So think about if there's anything else that happens, but. Uh, So here's what happens with Anders. So Anders is standing in front of these guys. And then in like one minute, he's like looking back toward, like in one second, he's looking back towards Nekton. In the second second, there's a blade in his hand. In the third second, that blade is buried in the collarbone of the person in front of him. And in the fourth second, that person's arm no longer moves properly. And in the fifth second, that person has his knees kicked out from under him.
1: Wow, Anders does not mess around.
0: (laughs) He has taken three damage and is incapacitated. He cannot enter this fight. And then Anders looks to the other guy and he has his regular old-fashioned knife, not his throwing knife, in his hand.
1: Cool. So the guy... He was fully expecting life to be some kind of video game, though he wouldn't admit that to anyone or himself. And the fact that oh goodness, you're making me bleed my own blood—that uh, that surprises him. Uh, and he lets out this bizarre, strangled, shrill, but also like deep scream. Uh, and then he's on the floor, and then he's uh, incapacitated, and uh, he's he's not he's not doing a lot of screaming after that. Uh, but the other guy the other guy is like oh like instinct kicks in and he is swinging this bat wildly around
0: so Anders what is Anders gonna do
1: I guess like this guy is just trying to get some distance between himself and Anders because like it turns out oh wait this guy knows how to fight (laughs) so he's just trying to keep like Anders away from him and also if he can get a few like hits in he'd be happy but uh, he's, he's he practiced the posing a lot more than the actual fighting so
0: So I want to seek advantage so I think it's a fight but it's one on one so I don't I guess rolling initiative doesn't make any sense but I want to seek advantage Mm-mm. is there any way so I know what I want to do I want to seek advantage using knowledge so I'm going to tell him something Ooh. so I'm going to say Ooh. so I'm going to say hey buddy you know your friend on the ground there Um, he's bleeding out so there, he's going to be dead in I don't know, like three minutes, probably, give or take, Um, especially when I take this knife out of his shoulder. So we could do this thing, but I hope you end it pretty quick.
1: Right, okay, and you want to roll for knowledge, is that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I want to seek advantage to see if I can like shake him, (sighs) rattle him.
1: You got it, okay. Uh, uh, Anders, I would imagine, is not BSing, like he he, he knows his stuff, (laughs) sorry?
0: Oh, this guy's definitely in a lot of trouble.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Anders, Anders made sure of that. Uh, yeah, no, let's let's make this. You know, because this guy, I mean, the other group is angry, but this guy is on a whole other level of like batshit. He's he's basically in cosplay for what he believes. Um, so uh, this guy. He's not going to be easily shaken, but like Anders has pretty superior knowledge in these matters. So let's make it kind of a medium. If I'm remembering my number uh, ranges, I'm going to say low end of medium, and I think that's a seven. I might be completely wrong.
0: No, that's that's almost. I I think that's exactly right. Low end of medium. He gets an eleven, which is a critical hit. So. What's my you get all
1: the advantages. <laughs> like this guy is, he like he is he is like I mean people have tried to talk to sense to him before this point and it's not worked and here he is wearing a mask and armband and waving a baseball bat with maybe some nails in it who knows, um so I'm gonna say but you you did roll very highly I am gonna say two I'm gonna say plus two yeah let's so, obliterate okay. right this guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anders, so he but he doesn't stop. He's like, he's like really. Oh yeah, he's no,
1: like, he's like you. On any like future roles, like, if anything,
0: the swing of the bat becomes even more wild. Oh, Okay, so okay, so uh, we haven't done combat. But he before.
1: is not completely deterred. He is, he is here to, He is here to fight. He is here to bust some heads.
0: So Anders looks at him, and then he looks at the guy on the floor, and he's like, has a counter in his head. He's like counting the seconds up. Is like oh god, not this! <laughs> and so the guy swings the baseball bat, and Anders is going to try to get under him. And he's not—he's using the back of the knife. Ra- so this is his normal knife, not his throwing knife. He's going to use the oh, back okay. knife. and he's going to hit him really hard in like the kidney.
1: Oh, kidney shot! Mm.
0: So what, what do you yeah. think, this guys? Like. Uh, Is it going to be the same? What was the other guy's DC? I think it was 11.
1: Okay. Yes. Because this guy was really something. Yeah. Now this guy is also panicked and swinging wildly. So he's not super skilled. I'm saying
0: 11 again. (laughs) So with all my bonuses, I got an 18.
1: Wow. This guy throws up a little bit and crumples.
0: (laughs) So he's still, he still, he takes three damage. He still technically could fight because he has four mm. more life left before he literally dies. Um, but does he, what does he do?
1: Like, I mean, he's not doing well, uh, but yeah, I imagine he would kind of uh, say something unsavory and try, like on all fours, but still kind of swinging the bat around in a free hand kind of thing.
0: Anders <laughs> walks over to him and he's like, you need to stop moving, and if you don't, it's not going to work out so well for you.
1: All the strength just kind of leaves his arm, and uh, the bat detaches itself from his grip, and he seems quite perturbed by this chain of events.
0: So, what's the to guy, say the least, what's the guy wearing? Is he wearing like a t-shirt? Like, is he wearing, what's he? What's going on?
1: So he's he's he is wearing a cape.
0: <laughs> no, that's you can stop there. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Angers walks over to the guy <laughs> and he takes his knife out and he slices the cape off of his back. Aw, oh, come on! <laughs> and he flips the guy over and he puts the cape in his hand. Put this over your friend before he bleeds out. You idiot.
1: Ah, uh, succinct as always. <laughs> I think maybe it, it's slowly dawning on him that he's lost this fight and that his friend has minutes Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, after he's done throwing up in his mouth a little bit, uh, yeah, he's, he's gonna try and, uh, apply pressure
0: to his friend's wound. And, and Andrew's like, oh yeah, and give me your armband thing. That seems pretty cool, and I'm sure it has, like, a drone or something attached to it, so that'd be neat. Like, this guy
1: is, like, emphatically shaking his head. Like, he's got both of his hands on his friend's wound, and it would be really inconvenient to uh, slip it off of this guy. But the other guy, uh, he's probably not protesting as much.
0: So, so he Andrew's like, eh, whatever. And he takes the, <laughs> he takes the armband from from the guy that's on the ground, and he looks over to... He, he's keeping his eye on him, as if to say, if you move again, I will kill you. <laughs>
1: don't worry, this guy's not moving because, like, he didn't think someone would get stabbed today. He thought, you know, he'd, like, you know, bruise a few people and he'd feel like a big man, but he didn't feel so, like someone would actually get stabbed today. He has not. He has vastly overestimated his own abilities uh, and what a bad dude he really
0: is. So, as this is happening, Anders takes the, the like, wrist computer off of this guy and he, he remembers hearing something that like he remembers hearing someone yelling there's more people outside yeah and, and he looks at the guy and he sort of like directs him to like place the cape over the wound and then as soon as he feels like the guy won't immediately bleed out he takes his throwing knife from the guy and he cleans it off he's like "Nice, you you, you take care of this I'm sure it'll be fine uh, but you should see a doctor. You should really see a doctor. I'm like very serious. So, what's happening over with Sunday Grant?
1: Like, Sunday, I think, is working out all of her frustrations uh, <laughs> on this guy without actually like killing him. Uh, but the other people, because there are a lot of other people. Um, So the smaller group of people, uh, not the five, the smaller group of people are kind of like, oh shit, this guy's, this girl's really going for it. And they're kind of dispersed some into the building, some outside, just away from Sunday, generally.
0: Have any of them Um, tried to head for the elevator?
1: No, no, no. They're just trying to kind of head away generally from Sunday Grant because they do not want to get, they do not want to get on the wrong side of her. But the other four... They're a little bit gobsmacked. They're a bit like, wow, okay. <laughs> a security professional. Who would have thought? Um, <laughs> um uh, But like a few of them look like they're going to start, they're going to start joining the fray and help their, help their friend out.
0: So as that happens and Anders is kind of making his way towards Sunday, five more guys come in and in 12 oh, are three medium-sized drones that are sort of these kind of like quadcopters, but they have like like these like little gun mounts on them. They look like something that is like it's it's they look like if you turned like a battlestar from Battlestar Galactica into into a quadcopter. And <coughs> and they they are all like painted with like sharks and devils and like all kinds of, of like, course. like whatever's on them. And the, three, the five guys come in and they are swaggering just as much as the other guys. And they, but they do seem a little bit weirded out <laughs> when they see <laughs> the two buddies on the floor bleeding profusely. Yeah. So my question before I turn the camera away is are these guys going to go straight for the elevator or are they uh. going to go into... They've got so. to.
1: They've got to help their fallen comrades. Uh, like, I mean, one of them's bleeding profusely. Uh, as, uh, like, they can see that immediately, uh, regardless of all other injuries and the wound to this pair's pride. So yeah, no, these guys would event would immediately be like, "Oh, wait a minute, our own has been seriously attacked. It's it's time to no more, Mister Nice Guy." Like some kind of pithy one-liner, action one-liner in the in the back of their head that they will maybe toss out in
0: combat, who knows. So they have no idea who did this, and I don't know if the person's talking. Do they send the drones after A. Sunday Grant and Kieran B. Nect Boyle C. Anders
1: Sunday is laying someone out presently, so maybe their, like, immediate reaction would be kind of like, oh, she started on our guys, and now she's, you know, moved on to just anyone and everyone. She's completely, she's got to be stopped. So... They think they think maybe Sunday needs to be taken care of, yeah
0: okay, and with that, let's turn our camera back over to Caro. So how do you how do you search for these drones? are you are you just sort of walking the hall? I, I hate to be like, are they on the Bluetooth)
1: <laughs> (laughs) but like this is kind of the gap between my knowledge and my character's knowledge here so I'm guessing she'd do something similar like like concealing her own devices like presence but also trying to uh cast a wide virtual net over nearby devices that shouldn't be there kind of thing I imagine a few of these devices are called something I'm using um and yeah she's just wants to kind of like mass hit the off button uh like kind of cast a net and kind of drag it aboard and turn it all off.
0: Okay, let's break this apart. So you, Fishing uh,
1: metaphors, cause fishing is exactly like hacking.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna give you two choices. You can either try to figure out how many of these things are and kind of get a sense for like, connect to all of these things. Mm. Or you can just try to like, I'm not gonna say like an EMP, but like just try to like shut everything down, like all at once which might have unintended consequences.
1: No, I actually see what's out there because you don't want to accidentally turn off someone's life support or something equally dreadful. Uh, She doesn't want to make a new Mickey Larson by accident. So uh, she, she will actually see what's out there and what should definitely not be out there and what needs to be turned off before she hits the big off button.
0: Cool. Give me a knowledge roll of eight.
1: Cool. All right. Let me have a look at the dice. I must have done something to please someone uh, on the dice cloud because I rolled a nine and my knowledge is five. So that is
0: 14. Okay. so, So you sense that there are about a half a dozen of these things and they are all caps falcons. And falcons are typically designed for corporate espionage, not because they're particularly small, but they're good at like, Burrowing into places they're very long distance drones and they can kind of like much like the guard dogs have those like little lasers but these can like do that but they're much smaller and they can fit into vents and stuff and so these falcon class um drones tend to be used by paparazzi oh so they they because they like them because they they are very kind of utilitarian they're very multi-purpose But they're also a little dangerous because those lasers can also be used um, to do things that are are not great to human beings as well. yeah, I bet. so you send six of them, and they seem to be um, kind of coordinating around two doors. And you know you're on a residential floor right now, right. So what do you do?
1: Okay, and that so so they're kind of likely I need to make a note of where they're focusing on. Uh, because that might be useful later, but also I need to turn these bad boys off.
0: Cool. So, you know, you can tell that they are... Let me make a note. They are focusing on door 450 and door... Door
1: 450. I'm putting that in the chat just so I remember, and then I will transfer it to my notes shortly. Uh, So door 450. And
0: door 475.
1: 450 plus. Oh, crumbs. 475. Cool. Door 450 and 475. Cool. All right. I will transfer that to my main note document. Uh, When I get a chance, I don't want to mess around with the apps on my phone in case it closes
0: the call by accident. Cool. Cool. Um, And you rolled so high, you can figure out, you can, you can figure out a where these drones are from B, what the drones mission is or C who the drones are registered to.
1: You mentioned corporate espionage, and Harlan said he was going to do something. But I really want to know what these drones are after, because I feel that's going to get me further, and I don't imagine I can find everything out immediately. Uh, So I'm going to say, I'm going to try and find out what these drones are trying to do, and then work backwards.
0: They are corporate spies, but they're a different kind of corporate spy. Oh the,
1: the plot thickens.
0: There have been a lot of people who have been trying to get the scoop on the messengers, and mm. including a bunch of journalists. And this is a group that is using this as an opportunity to basically steal the work of a journalist who happens to be embedded in this room. That that is the that is. Oh about these drones at the very least so you you see things like you know you see communications that lead you to believe that they're they're looking for like notes and they're looking for things that like journalists would keep around like hard disks etc etc etc
1: oh crumbs wait no no no. carro's on the third floor okay cool no that's fine caro's on Uh... the third floor
0: which is which is the gray floor and this is the fourth floor, which is the green floor.
1: Right. So a green robe, possibly two green robes. Cool. Um, okay. So they're looking for, they're looking for journalists and there might be more than one. Okay. So that's a pretty good lead. Do I have time to see who specifically sent them?
0: Um, give me another knowledge roll if you want. It'll be a 12.
1: Oh God. Okay. What would the roll be if I was just to turn all these off now? A 10. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm just going to turn these guys off because it's still really good intel that they were looking for more journalists. So let's see what happens. So I got a 10 on the d10 and my knowledge is five.
0: So they shut up immediately. You You can hear metal against metal or metal against carpet as they sort of like clatter onto the floor.
1: I just have this like really adorable noise in my head because they're so tiny,
0: <laughs> and it's like really fast, like it's like way faster than it should be. You have like all kinds of time like like you like nothing has like you've done this so quickly that I'm not gonna move time forward. so things are pretty much the same as they were when last you checked the the tablet. so you have time okay. to do something else if you felt like it.
1: uh can I download like the contents of one of these drones onto one of my devices so I can show someone later.
0: Yeah, Um, you could totally do that.
1: Okay, how long would that take? And how close do I need to stay to these drones for that file transfer to complete?
0: You could do that. I mean, it's going to, no matter what you do, a time step is going to pass. and That's fair. But like, you could do that right now. Like, it would be very easy for you to do it. And you would I mean, to I've already, listener. like
1: Luca said pick one. I've picked one and it went very well. I might, I might even, I might even pick do another, prove my usefulness. Um, so yeah, t- I'm going to download the files, uh, as quickly, quickly as possible and watch the situation outside develop and see just how brave I'm feeling.
0: <laughs> so here's what you see. All right, are you looking at your tablet again? So while you Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like as the as the file downloads, she's like checking the situation.
0: So as the file downloads, what you can see outside, things are starting to deteriorate rapidly. Oh Um, dear. Like a bunch of these protesters, like it used to be that it was mostly just the, the a bunch of these guys are missing. The the guys in the masks are missing. There's only like five of them and they look like they're doing something. You're not sure what hmm. they're doing, but they are working on something. They like have their they have their little computers out, and they're like typing something together, and they are working on something inside the lot. I mean, but also, it's just getting kind of violent outside, like mm. a bunch of low level violence. Milsec hasn't moved yet; like Milsec is still in their vans. So you don't see any Milsec anywhere. You that's also, not good. You also, as soon as you ping the the drone you also notice something. You notice a, a car. A, a silver, like a, a kind of like out of place car. So there's a bunch of like- Oh dear, risk class,
1: management have shown up.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of working class vehicles like parked all over the place. But there's like a really nice car that's, that's like sitting out like off to the side, like na- near where the desert is, like in the car. And you, you definitely see this person. And So that's what's happening outside. Inside, you see two bloody people on the floor where Anders previously was. You see a a melee basically happening over by Sunday Grant. And you see these three drones that... Give me a knowledge roll.
1: Knowledge roll, seven. Okay, you... uh, My knowledge is five, but the D10 was two, so six, seven. That's seven on the dot.
0: These drones are armed with you know they seem to be armed with the kinds of devices that are used to sort of like disable people so these are like there's some sonic devices here there's there's a few things that look like like they're they're designed to sort of like flash light in certain kinds of patterns that like render you like like nauseous and like whatever that's what's happening on the ground and there's a lot of guys too there's probably five or six guys along with these three drones and, and not including the two that are on the ground and you also see that the dogs have found on the floor above you have found the door they were looking for and are... Oh, oh what a close
1: pity. Close. Let's see what's behind this door.
0: <laughs> very close to breaking it down. Um, you, you can tell from the camera angle that you would not be able to see what's inside of this door. Um, right. Interestingly enough, you know, give me an occult of four.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> This is a little embarrassing. I actually rolled like ridiculously well on an occult roll. I got a 10 and my occult is like a two
0: on its own. You see Helen Doyle on one side of the hallway, furthest away from the drones. And she looks pissed. Oh, I bet she's pissed. And you see on the other side of the hallway, all the way around on on the other side, close to the drones, Ambrosia Hunter.
1: No, Ambi. No, honey. No, this is not the way.
0: <laughs> so they. Oh
1: crap!
0: You have this feeling that in the next few minutes they are going to converge on each other.
1: Uh, I've got to go save Amber's ba- bacon. I've got to go save. Got to go save Ambrosia Hunter's bacon. I've. I've. Oh gosh! I'm running around like a headless chicken. I gotta. Ah. Uh.
0: So you. There's a stairwell that leads. Up one floor. Um, once you since you're in the residential area, um, without the key you can't even go downstairs. But you can go up the stairs be, for the. Thank residential goodness. Area. Um, but it's it's quite <gasps> of stairs. So your choice. So what are, what are you gonna do?
1: Has the file transfer finished?
0: It has finished.
1: Scoop everything up and head upstairs.
0: (laughs) So you have the Falcon... I'm just making sure right now. You have the Falcon drone files. Yes.
1: I have my tablet. I have my phone in my pockets. I've left the actual drones downstairs because I don't want to be carrying too much stuff. Um, I don't want my pockets to look especially full so that someone would be prompted to go through them. But I need to get upstairs and...
0: Your bone mic rings again. Oh, God.
1: All right. Okay. Can I, can I like power walk up these stairs as I take this call?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. It says ready with two question marks by it.
1: Uh, hang fire for two minutes and 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> okay. So you tell them to wait two minutes and 30 seconds? Yes. Cool. Okay let's uh let's take the camera back over to (laughs) to anders so so what's happening like what are what are our friends doing now
1: uh friends well that's a strong word (laughs) (laughs) um so like the guy that was stabbed his, his insides are being held in uh, by his buddy and his buddy is kind of just staring on in awe at Sunday who is going to town on, well, like, the snarky guy, uh, you don't need to worry about him anymore, like, it's not just his nose that's broken, it's it's most of his face, but he's he's alive! but just barely <laughs> uh, do not drop uh, drop the robot bomb around uh, Sunday because she does not like it. Um, and so the other four are kind of like moved to action by uh, their fallen comrade. And like, there's some shouting, but there's at least like two people who have uh, started on Sunday. Uh, and then, of course, the... Yeah other militant cosplayers from Humanity's Last Stand who have entered the building have seen their two comrades on the floor and uh, they've set their they're, they're like uh, set drones to maybe a little bit more than stun uh, to, on Sunday so like
0: everything is converging on Sunday right now So something interesting happens out from behind the desk Kevin shows up Kevin! Um, and Kevin, uh, behind Helen Doyle's desk, Kevin shows up and he's like, no! And trying to warn oh. Sunday Grant, essentially.
1: Um, oh, bless
0: him. <laughs> so I just want to throw that into the mix um, <laughs> to see what happens. Um, wait, wait,
1: wait. Kevin, Kevin, judging by the naming
0: convention, is Kevin another android? Kevin is an android. Definitely an android. Um, Kevin oh, is the, dear. Android, this is not good. Kevin is one of the androids from the experiment that did not pass unlike K.
1: Oh. I feel really bad for Kevin now. <laughs> we're going to we're going to have to talk a lot about Kevin. Cuz now uh, how many of Humanity's Last Stand entered the lobby just now? Is that 5 or 10?
0: Let's say let's say five more. So if five we're more cool. 12, there's still four outside.
1: Right. So the five uh individuals from Humanity's Last Stand uh, the people operating the drone are still operating the drone and are like kind of like there is like a movement there's like a ripple throughout the group and then an agreement that okay we'll handle this drone you handle the robot kind of thing um, and the group splits off and these guys are gonna they're Kevin Kevin I'm so sorry
0: but these guys are advancing on Kevin so how many of them are advancing on Kevin?
1: okay I'm going to say three of them have split off and they are advancing on Kevin with like... And they have these gnarly baseball bats because the these are these are the android bashing squads. I wouldn't be surprised if they'd been here earlier and uh, fell to the android on the floor.
0: Three drones are converging on Sunday Grant. Let's deal with that first. Sure. So, so Sunday sort of recognizes that things are getting bad and Kieran... It's like they're communicating without speaking. Kieran is mm. suddenly slings his rifle. And oh wow. And he fires on the first drone, and the drone is just gone. Oh thank gosh. <laughs> but it's but the other two are getting close. And right now, I would roll a flat D10. Me? Oh god. Okay. I got a five. I hope that's good. So Kieran is pinned down by the fire, but Sunday is still able to move. Anders is free. So so they're basically dancing around the room and these drones are hitting civilians basically. And, the, and whenever the civilian gets hit, they hit the ground and like go spinning out. They're not like being killed, but they are being injured very badly. And Kieran- Oh God. Is looking to, looking between um, Sunday and the drones and he's trying to figure out a, how to get a shot without like you know getting people in the way of the shot because they yeah. will, they will instantly die and they're having a hard time at it and Kieran is pinned down and trying to figure it out. Sunday on the other hand is looking from the drones to the people and then she looks to Anders, one of the guys has spun off and is running. Headlong, one of the one of the remaining guys is running headfirst towards Necton Boyle at the elevator. So <laughs> um, still hasn't decided what to do, but what what happens to to Necton Necton saw-
1: Boyle, like he's been watching this situation. And he kind of drops into his MMA stance because that was the last thing he did. And he's kind of bracing himself for impact. He's trying to be kind of like an immovable wall up against uh, an uh, unstoppable object. So this is not going to, might not go well for him, but he's trying to kind of like brace himself for impact. Um, so he's kind of in a defensive stance. All right. So yeah, this guy is charging headlong to Nechten. Uh Nechten is kind of like. It's gonna be fine, right? It's gonna be fine, right? Uh, but like his his brows are thoroughly knitted, uh, and he's got like both of his arms up in like a defensive kind of like stance. And this guy, he he raises his bat, and it comes down with a very precise swipe. <laughs> um, there is, but he raises his bat very very slightly too early so like Nathan boils like arms they're pretty they're pretty bashed up they're bleeding quite profusely uh he's let out a, a yelp like a wounded puppy but uh Nathan's kind of realized crap there's no running away from this so he kind of you know, after like maybe a moment of kind of like licking his wounds, he kind of goes right. Okay, I gotta, I gotta sweep the leg. I gotta sweep the leg, and he's trying to kind of get a leg under this guy and destabilize him. And like, this guy has, he kind of stumbles a little bit, and he's waving his uh, uh, bat around wildly, and he kind of whacks the elevator kind of buttons. You're not sure how badly he's damaged the kind of like the call elevator uh, buttons. Like, maybe you can call the elevator, maybe you can't. You're not quite sure until you try. But uh, yeah, he's whacked that. Um, and he's like stumbling back and trying to right himself.
0: So, what's happened to Kevin? What's going on with Kevin right now?
1: Kevin, the android. So, the three guys split off and they were heading towards him. So, like. <sighs> they're kind of relishing this it's really like gross (laughs) how much they're enjoying this so like two of them are split off in like a pincer movement and another guy is going to try and vault the uh front desk and they're just going to try and descend and wail on this poor android wait is Marana finn back there sorry is
0: Marana finn back there
1: she does have tremendously bad luck I think Rana Finn is in like the kind of uh, storage closet behind the front desk we established a few sessions ago.
0: Okay. All right, Anders is like looking. He's he's just looking between Sunday and Kevin and Necton Boyle. Um, how injured does Necton look right now?
1: He's worse for wear, but he's still fighting. He's obviously had like some kind of like combat training. He's just rusty. Because he doesn't expect to have to use this sort of thing uh, on a daily basis but like he knows a little bit he knows he knows bits and pieces and it is all coming back to him now um, so he swept the leg and now he's trying because like his arms are like ow <laughs> so he's he's trying to throw in a kick there uh, here and there um, kicks are a really bad idea in a fight like this but it's all he's got so he's still fighting
0: uh, Andrew's turns to the arm cuff he has and he tries to pull up any drone controls that are there.
1: Okay, so Oh, it's a shame we don't have luck in this game. Uh because then we could see if the drone he pulled up was the one that got shot. But um
0: Well you can you, uh, can, make I'm gonna... a, you can make me do a 1D ten. That's what I usually do. Less than five is bad. Oh luck.
1: sweet, okay. Yeah let's do that. Uh can you roll a 1D ten. <laughs> You got a three. Sure did. Okay, you just narrowly avoided the one that was definitely shot out of the sky. So there is an active drone nearby that you can, uh, you can control.
0: So Anders is going to try to send the drone after the after the guy who's attacking Nectin Boyle. So he's going to try, to basically. Hit, flip all the switches for all of the weapons on the drone, and just target the guy who's who's attacking Nickton Boyle.
1: All right. Uh, kind of want to make you roll for this, oh, but sure. I, I'm also I'm okay.
0: I mean, like you can do whatever you uh, need.
1: <laughs> okay. Like, Anders knows a lot of things about very particular subjects. Has he used drones much in the past?
0: I mean, this is not his forte. Oh, dear. Uh,
1: well, so what is he doing? Is he, is he literally just pressing all the buttons?
0: So I'm sure there's like pretty, because I'm sure they're using like off the shelf kind of drone control yeah. software. That's just so it's going to have a
1: nice UI. Yeah. yeah.
0: So he is basically checking all of the boxes for all of the weapons. And he is <laughs> he is pointing it in the direction of, he's targeting it like a video game in the direction <laughs> of the dude that's on Necton Boyle.
1: Right. I'm going to make you roll, but it's going to be quite low. I'm going to say, because this is just such a dumb thing uh, that I just came up with. uh, Let's say a knowledge roll of five. Ten. Yeah. Um, So so there's a, a quirk to this UI where it's kind of like, You have to check a box to say that you really, really want to fire (laughs) before you fire each and every time, and it's really annoying, but, like, don't worry. Uh, In the heat of the moment, you don't miss that last checkbox, and uh, you can now press fire properly if you so chose. Oh,
0: yeah, no, he definitely opens fire on this guy. Oh, goody.
1: So we established earlier that this thing had a lot of disabling weapons rather than harmful weapons, or...? okay yeah this guy's having a bad time he is pelted i believe is the word uh pelted with a bunch of what i guess would be consumer gray rubber bullets of some kind so that's gonna leave a mark in the morning maybe a cross between that and a paintball and he's also shocked and you're quite surprised the drone has that feature and yeah, he's not having a good time and he's kind of like shaking and convulsing on the floor kind of briefly. He's not down completely, but he's like, he's been downed.
0: He, Anders calls over to Nexon, finish him off, finish him off. <laughs> he seems slightly uh,
1: and um, yeah, no, the, the Nexon kind of, with his bloodied arms, he just sort of grabs this guy by, this guy is also wearing a cape, why not? Um, he just kind of grabs <laughs> I, I'm gonna hate myself so much for saying it but he grabs him by the like the um, cape lapels, I guess, <laughs> and kind of pil- like drags him up and just kind of with a really solid punch, he, just before saying just before unleashing this solid bloodied punch into this guy's face, he goes, "No capes and just <laughs> pummels this guy. <laughs> I'm the worst, I'm so sorry, Um, but it was too good. It was too good. Yeah,
0: that was perfect.
1: And this guy is out for the count. This guy is out for the count.